At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Oh my goodness, what a stressful but fun and exciting weekend of football. College games were insane, NFL was insane, and that's just how we love it. What can we say? Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bon and Tony here, live from Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook at our VEASAN studio. And just some notes about this NFL Sunday you might find interesting. Underdogs, 6-9 and nine straight up. Home teams went 6-9 and nine against the spread, and over on totals went 6-9. and nine. So favorites losing, home teams not covering, and unders galore. What a time to be alive uh, to help us recap everything from the weekend and look ahead to the next week. My guys on the program today, over at the South Point, Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Maiulo will join us in just a little bit. Michael Lombardi of VEASAN's Lombardi Line, former NFL executive, will come give his thoughts, especially on some of these rookie quarterback situations that we have going on. And Adam Hill of the Las Vegas Review-Journal Raiders reporter gives us the lowdown on a fun Monday night football matchup in the AFC West today. Raiders Chargers, can't wait for it. Lots to preview for the game, tons of news and important injury information that we as bettors need to know. So as we do every day on the program, let's dive right into our top five stories that you need to know. One, okay, last night on Sunday Night Football, everybody, including myself, thought that this Bucks patriots game was going to be a blowout, right? Bucks by 20, game's over at halftime. Rongo bongo, brothers and sisters. Patriots cover the seven. Bucks just narrowly escape a win, 19-17, and Brady's return to Foxborough. It's a huge win for contrarians, the Josh Applebaums of the world, and the books. 95% of the handle, 92% of bets on Tampa Bay and the undergoes. Brady has now beat all 32 teams in the NFL, just the fourth quarterback to do so, joining Manning, Favre, Breeze, also breaks Breeze's record, although that was like a little bit lackluster. I'm not sure how I felt about just like the big pink screen on the board in stadium. He passed the record. Okay, could have done a little bit more, but this was a game that really had everything from the emotional standpoint Tom entering the field after the tribute video, the Brady chance, and then, of course, him coming out for his opening drive of the game and getting booed. You see the quotes on the broadcast from all the different fans and the way they feel about him. It it was just, it was a really, really interesting game, especially because the Patriots made it so competitive. Mac Jones looked solid, had 19 straight completions at one point, and Tom Brady looked stressed. Like, you could tell that this was an emotional pressure-packed situation, probably one of the most pressure-packed in his career, despite all of the Super Bowls that he has played in. You know, this was a game that he had 
marked on his calendar and why wouldn't you? But for all of the pageantry, Stephen Belichick, I'm looking at you. I could not, I could not understand what was going on there. The tongue out, the weird faces. You're something else, buddy. You're something else. Good to note, though, in that game, defensive end Henry Anderson feared to have suffered a torn pectoral muscle in last night's game. So if he is ultimately declared to have that chest injury, they're waiting on MRI results, could be out for the season. So keep an eye on that one. Number two of our top five, what a difference a week made for Justin Fields and the Bears. Second time's the charm, it seems like. 24-14 win over the Lions. Tough day for Lions backers again. Just fade, fade Detroit. I'm done with them. More on that later. But as for Fields, looked accurate, showcased his arm, took what the defense gave him, and he had protection this time. Just one sack in this game versus the nine he had to deal with last week. We all know about that one net positive yard yet. Matt Nagy says today in his press conference, despite all of the good we saw from Justin Fields and those flashes and that spark, that if Andy Dalton is healthy next week, he will start against the Raiders. Uh, so Fields will return back to his backup role if Dalton is healthy. Like, are you good, Matt Nagy? Maybe that just needs to be a segment we have, Steph, our producer, Stephanie. Let's keep that on. Are you good? I don't know what's happening. A big injury update in that game as well, though. David Montgomery injured, had 100-plus yards, two touchdowns. Team doesn't feel it's a torn ACL. They're going to undergo some testing today to determine the extent of that injury. Um, more on that as the week progresses. Number three in our top five, Circa Survivor keeps getting more interesting. The, the winless Giants and Jets have officially entered the chat. Winless no more, upsetting the Saints and Titans respectively. First time the two teams have won on the same day in new, nearly two seasons. So those two games knocked out 560 betters. 19 players didn't get their picks in, which I just, I'll never understand. Dolphins losers, as you see there, Vikings losers, Chargers tonight, TBD. So of the 4,080 original entries, don't quote me on this because I'm really bad at math, just fair warning. I believe we're down to 2,329. So 300-some-odd people away from half of the field being gone. So if you still have a survivor ticket, the value is just going up and up and up. And can we talk about those just end the season jets? Maybe not. Let's go, Zach Wilson. I feel so validated for his performance because every week I'm like telling you guys, I swear Zach Wilson is good. You'll see it eventually. And we finally saw it this past game against the Titans. And the way that he can make some of those throws on the move, off that back foot, across his body. And he's got the power behind it, too. Like, the dude has a cannon, but he also has touch. I'm telling you, you're just going to see more and more of this. Really impressive um, for him to get that win. He is somebody I genuinely believe has the tools. Number four on our list, a team that almost bumped a lot of people out of survival, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Their coach, Urban Meyer, just continues to have some questionable decision-making. I'm sure that you all have seen it by now, the pictures he was at a bar in Ohio over the weekend dancing with a lady who clearly was not his wife. Anyways, Meyer had a press conference earlier today. This morning, he's talking to reporters. He said, quote, I just apologize to the team and the staff for being a distraction. It was stupid. So I explained to everybody what happened and owned it. It was stupid. I should not have had myself in that position. He said the team was receptive to his apology and their focus now is on to Tennessee. Jags plus four hosting the Titans this week. And I don't know, he did say after the loss to Cincinnati the other day that it was heartbreaking and he just needed to heal. Maybe he, he got some healing at the bars. Okay, that was too soon. Not a good joke. Not a good joke. They did almost win, though. They did. So maybe we're looking up. Coach of the year odds now for Urban Meyer at 40 to 1. Pretty middle of the pack, actually, which is a little bit surprising despite the 0 and 4 start. Still riding a 19 game losing streak dating back to week two of last season. So, but onward and I, Trevor Lawrence looked good. I, I'm, hey, we're getting there. Five on our top five today from the winless to the undefeated. It's Monday Night Football. Undefeated 3 0 Raiders. Taking on the Chargers. The Raiders uh, have an offense that's averaging 30 points per game right now. Sixth in the NFL. Can they keep it going, though, against a 2-1 Chargers team who are fresh off a 30-24 upset of the Chiefs last week? You know they're feeling confident. Total on that one sitting at 51 right now. Some injuries to be aware of. All things considered pretty even, but the big talk all week has been about running back Josh Jacobs, who missed the last two weeks with an ankle injury. John Gruden called him a game-time decision, said, they're going to test him out, run him around today, see how he feels. Uh, would be a great addition. So TBD, 
fullback Alex Ingold has a shoulder, so he is questionable today. But Peyton Barber was really offensive, uh, effective last week for the Raiders. So if, if Jacobs can't go, expect he and Kenyon Barber to handle the load once again. Chargers defensively missing some peeps. Justin Jones out with a calf. Kenneth Murray, kind of a late scratch. He will not play with an ankle injury. And cornerback Chris Harris Jr. with a shoulder is questionable. We'll take a, a deeper dive on what those injuries could do to affect the game later on when Adam Hill joins the program. Now, while we're already on injuries, we might as well keep it going because this is like my favorite named segment that we have. I'm not a doctor, but we had some injuries last week that we need to get into. I say last week like it was so long ago. Yesterday, we had some injuries that we need to get to. My 49ers quarterback, Jimmy G, goes out with a calf injury. At first, when we saw Trey Lance come out in the third quarter, you just assumed it had to do with Jimmy G's play. But no, he was injured. 49ers eventually fall to Seattle straight up as three-and-a-half-point favorites. Jimmy G told reporters after the game, that he'd have an MRI and is just hopeful that he'll miss a couple weeks. So that means, obviously, Trey Lance uh, stepping in, going to have a tough one this coming week at the Cardinals, who are undefeated so far to start the year. But watching Trey Lance, from what I saw, clear positives and negatives with him. You know, he was kind of like a bull in a china shop at times, big physical guy, just needs to calm down a little bit. So you got the Cardinals, you got a bye week. I think that would be really good for Trey Lance to kind of hone in on the playbook. We'll see what it's like for him working through what it's like to be a starter, right? Getting first team reps. Then you got the Colts, Bears, then the Cardinals again. So after this coming week, I think that's a good opportunity if the injury for Garoppolo is long enough to give Trey Lance a, a good amount of time to get familiar with everything he needs to do. And for the 49ers, quite frankly, to build a little bit of a game plan more tailored to him. You know, he got thrown in last minute. So, um, yeah, I actually met Trey Lance at the Stanford, Oregon game the other day. He was cheering on his guy, Anthony Brown of the Ducks. Unfortunately, number three goes down from those Stanford Cardinal um, Cardinals this week. The other the other Cardinals, you know, the Arizona ones. Um, they are favored by five and a half this coming week against the Niners. Broncos quarterback Teddy Bridgewater uh, went to the locker room with a concussion in this past game against the Ravens. So Drew Locke came in and did not live up to what we had hoped, I'm sure, if you're a Broncos fan, considering they too were undefeated. Uh, 12 of 21 passing for 113 yards, no touchdowns for him, three sacks and an interception. That's a toughie. Uh, another notable injury, Bengals running back Joe Mixon diagnosed with a low-grade ankle sprain. And while initial reports said he was going to be week-to-week, Zach Taylor, the head coach, came out and dismissed those reports saying he's more day-to-day, so they'll limit him throughout the course of the week. Um, Taylor added that the injury has no connection with the foot injury that kept him out a lot of last year. So just good stuff to note there. And remember, everybody, to download the free oddstrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sportsbooks, access injury reports, in-game action, and much more when you go to oddstrader.com. On the other side of the break here on My Guys in the Desert, we're checking in with my guys at the South Point, Vinny and Jimmy, talking about the wildest moments from college football as well. I just mentioned Stanford, Oregon. Down goes number three in an incredible fashion. we got a couple other plays you won't want to miss. Stick with us right here on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the show. This segment of My Guys in the Desert presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zinn can be found at convenience stores nationwide so you can find your Zinn wherever you are. Zinn's Nicotine Pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zinn comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zinn contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 and older. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. As we welcome you back to My Guys in the Desert, Stormy Bon and Tony here live from Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook. And oh my Goodness gracious, it was a crazy weekend in college football. So we're recapping the top wildest moments, starting with the game I was at. And I promise you that I'm not biased. It was a stunner. Unranked Stanford drops number three, Oregon, 31 to 24 as eight point home dogs. And what a crazy game. The Ducks were down at halftime, eventually stormed back for a dominant second half. And they had the game all but locked up with a minute and 51 seconds to go in the first quarter. ESPN's win probability model gave them a 0.1 chance to win at that point. Then Kayvon Thibodeau has a targeting. Four plays later, roughing the passer call, move him downfield in the red zone. Should be the last play of the game. And the Ducks have a pass interference call. Tanner McKee and Stanford get an untimed down touchdown to Elijah Higgins. We're going to overtime. Stanford eventually wins it. And it was nuts. And their social media manager was just on point. If we can pull up the tweet here from Stanford football, they were ready for the moment. Trolling the Ducks uh, said plucked them instead of got them. Because you know how how Oregon, they're all in on Nike. They've got their little slogans going with the shoes and the uniforms. Oh, so good. Love it. All right, next one. Kentucky upset number 10, Florida. Final score 20 to 13, winning straight up as seven and a half point dogs. And First win over the Gators at home since 1986. Linebacker Trevin Wallace returned a blocked field goal for a touchdown late in the third quarter. That put Kentucky up for good. And with a critical pass breakup on Gators' fourth and goal, sending shockwaves through the SEC. Wildcats 5-0, and up to number 16 in the rankings. You love to see it. Big Blue taken on LSU this coming Saturday. Line has since moved from minus one to minus three with the Wildcats. Number three, last one here. And this is just a single play. Troy in South Carolina. Troy had the ball in the red zone looking to take the lead in the fourth quarter. Did not happen because their quarterback, Troy Powell, gets drilled. All right. Sack fumble. A USC lineman gets the ball. Fumbles himself. 
Another South Carolina player picks it up, Jamar Brown. He's off to the races. It looks like we've got an easy touchdown happening, but he flips the ball to celebrate at the one-yard line. Ball gets rolling out of the end zone, and it's a freaking touchback. So it should be a touchdown is a touchback only in college football, people. Only in college football. South Carolina wins it 23-14, covers the six and a half insanity. Okay, welcoming in my guys at the South Point. We've got Vinny Maliulo and Jimmy Vaccaro with us. And, and guys, we talk about just how crazy this college football weekend was for you. I know it's got to be crazy and popping at the South Point like it is every weekend. What was the handle like? How was everything down on your end? Well, first of all, kid, that's a great outfit you got on. Oh, thank I mean, you, you look good. <laughs> I can't compete I mean, you, with and you. The I thing need you one did the, Saturday with the I Stanford game, young lady, you're on your way to the top. Make no mistake about it. And I'm sincere about that. You sounded great and you look great. Oh, you're so sweet. You sound really like a bookmaker. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you how good it was. I can't tell how good it was because it was as good as you anticipated if you're on our side of the counter here. Saturday was just a back and forth, but like obviously with the handle we did, young lady, like it was a very, very big day. And Sunday, what can I say? I mean, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We wrote 300,000 more this Sunday as we did to the fourth, uh, fourth week last year. So I can only tell you it's getting better. And it, it went pretty well for, uh, for, our, for our end here. Naturally, there were some good games and bad games. The Cowboys, we got carted off really good. But the Tampa game... Uh, obviously, them not covering was great, too. But remember this. Even though there was like three big teaser games, but the Houston game, excuse me, the Jet game winning over the Titans was just an absolute monster. I've never seen so much money that was like the first pick on the teaser games, you know, uh, uh, was the Titans. So we had a great, great weekend and only can get better from here on in. Yeah, everybody said fade the Jets, but you couldn't this week. And I do, speaking of just like outfits and what we're wearing, Jimmy, I need one of those white South Point shirts. You better get me one of these at some point. But uh, Vinny, got to do it, Jimmy. <laughs> Vinny, can you just continue that talking about some of what the big decisions were in passing? You guys mentioned the Bucks game. I feel like when I looked at the oh. handle on that thing, it was like ninety-five percent with the Bucks in the spread. That had to have been great for you guys. Yeah, this, uh, we definitely needed uh, the the uh, uh, the Patriots last night. That was uh, that was a big and, and again the, the Sunday night game is always a pretty big decision yeah. as as we know and it was we talked about over the years because everything is going to it. If folks had a good day, then everything is tied to it. If they had a bad day, then they're looking to get out with that game. But um, the uh, the Washington game uh, was uh, was an interesting uh, game. It was a good decision, a uh, big decision actually that went uh, went to the betters there. But the Jets game, as Jimmy mentioned, and the Giants winning outright. Yeah. So both New York teams. Winning outright, knocked out teasers and uh, and, and quite a few parlays. Uh, the Chiefs game uh, was uh, was good for the betters in the morning. Uh, we did uh, uh, and uh, the Cardinal game was uh, was oh. good for the betters in the afternoon. So kind of went back and forth, but it speaks to the power uh, and uh, the key uh, aspect of uh, eleven to ten. When you're a bookmaker, Jimmy, you got that going for you. There's no doubt about it. And like one more thing with the teasers, you know what had happened. Now, you know, I like to be out front because some of the people don't really understand what we do, and sometimes it sounds like you know it's mishmash. But if the uh, Jets would have lost, yeah. and then teasers would have been live. The liability tonight on teasers would be about 200000 because everything would be live. We're only looking at a $50,000 loser tonight on the teasers, which really isn't bad for the Monday night game. But the Jet game, it's like one of those silent assassins. When they snuck in and won, you just like throw a whole bunch of tickets away. So once again, you know, you know what, kid? All we need is one of them early from the bookmaker's side to obviously to help you go through the rest of the day. But what can I tell you? It was like Super Bowl Sunday here again. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Vinny, <laughs> we, we definitely will talk about Monday Night Football in just a moment, but I got to ask you about baseball because this race to the, at the end of the regular season was insane. We've got the wild card matchups coming up the next couple of days. Like, What do you expect the, the betting population to be doing here for this baseball postseason in October? Will it be pretty packed or will it still be more NFL-focused? No, that's a, it's a, it's a great question for me. It's an important question because I think what baseball, especially during the week uh, when there isn't any football, uh, football will certainly be front and center on the weekend, especially. But the good thing about this baseball postseason is that you've got the marquee names in there, and it, look at look at the two playoff games. You got the Yankees and the Red Sox. This is almost like shades of 1978 <laughs> with uh, Bucky <clears throat> expletive dent. Uh, 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 ruining uh, uh, Red Sox uh, dreams back then, and then of course you got the Cardinals and the Dodgers, two traditional 
uh, long story with uh, teams with a great history. So when you look at who is in the postseason, I think that's only going to add to the excitement of it. And by the way, uh, Jimmy, we also have uh, uh, we've got uh, the Super, uh, the World Series exacta. So you can bet right here at the South Point. Chris Andrews just opened this up a little while ago. Which team you think is going to beat the other team with an attached price? So, the, for instance, if you think that the Rays are going to beat the Giants in this year's World Series, you're going to get 22 to 1. So every conceivable outcome, every conceivable matchup with the outcome is attached to it. It's not just who's going to meet in the World Series. But, Jimmy, these uh, these teams that we have going, I think Ooh. that's the key to uh, to what we're looking at for in terms of the handle. Well, as Vinny just told you, I mean, uh, someone like me, I love the Tuesdays and the Wednesdays, especially if the Dodgers and the Yankees are playing. It makes it like a mini you know, Monday night game with those two, obviously, very, very well-known team. So, like I said, it's all falling into the place yeah. for us old-time bookmakers. That's right. The single elimination game drives me nuts, though. You play so many games in, in the regular season, and then yeah. it all comes down to one game for a couple of teams. Uh, hey, just to follow up on that, though, what's the biggest long shot of those pairings for the World Series? Um, well, the biggest long shot is uh, the Cardinals to defeat the Red Sox uh, or the uh, Red Sox to defeat the Cardinals, either one. Cardinals to defeat the Yankees. Anything uh, pretty much with the uh, with the Cardinals in it, uh, uh, they're, they're 100-1. to one. But uh, the liability out there on the futures is certainly uh, there's a lot of uh, San Francisco uh, Giant uh, fans out there this uh, postseason. Over 200,000 loser if the Giants get there and win the World Series. But they have a long way to go. I I am one of those betters that has Giants 10 to 1. So sign me up, coach. Last one for you guys just really quickly as we wrap up this segment. Monday night football handle. Where's the money going? The money's on naturally all the ticket count is on the Raiders for the obvious reasons here. It keeps building because it keeps attracting new customers because here we are, the Raiders, you know, living here in town. So it's going to be uh we're going to need the other side for a good amount. We're going to need the uh, Chargers and the under. Uh, oh. Tonight, under fifty, uh, under fifty-one would be ideal. I did not bet the side, but I did take the over. I hate when I'm against you guys. Sometimes, you know, you're my friends. I want to be there to support you, but that's all right. Try cash and tickets. It's what it's all about, as our buddy Brent says. <laughs> At a girl. Thank you guys so much for the time, as always, making my Mondays fun, and uh, good luck. Good luck. See you, Stormy. <laughs> Bye, guys. Coming up, step your game up. Did they or didn't they? Every week, you know, I tell people to step their game up. This week, not so great. I got to tell you, Michael Lombardi joins the program, though. Much more important. Stick with us right here on My Guys in the Desert. Listen to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh city casts are up and running with five new episodes every week. Make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Stormy Bon and Tony with you on My Guys in the Desert live from Circus Sports in Las Vegas. And every week on the show, I ask a couple of people, sometimes even teams, step your game up, all right? You're having a rough time. Let's get better this week. Um, usually the results have been pretty good. This week, um, poor, poor to say the least. But, okay, first guy I asked to step his game up was Trevor Lawrence. And we're giving him a kinda, all right? So the Jags were leading for a good portion of the game on Thursday night football against the Bengals. Lost on a buzzer-beating field goal. Lawrence, I think, though, had his most controlled game, I would say, of his rookie season. 17 for 24, passing 204 yards and a rushing touchdown. It was also his first turnover-free game. And Lawrence is a guy, he looks and acts the part. Mature, um, Sooner rather than later, you imagine things will start to turn their way. I mean, we'll just we'll just see how Urban Meyer handles things. That's my biggest question mark. I also asked Big Ben to stick it up, and this is get it, step it up. This is getting a big nope from me with his performance against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And aside from maybe that first early in the first quarter, that great throw where you're like, yeah, Big Ben still does have an arm. Just a nope from me. From 10 minutes left in the first quarter all the way to four minutes left in the game, they only scored three points. Got a Najee Harris garbage time touchdown. Didn't cover the six. 27-17, your final. It was just, it was, it's getting more and more difficult to watch Big Ben, and it's unfortunate. It's, 
crazy how far back that 11-0 start feels from a season ago. And last but certainly not least, or actually the very least, the Detroit Lions. I just said win a damn game, and they cannot get it done, even against a Bears team that we expected to be a little bit pitiful. we got to be honest, they lose 24-14. So even if you tease the Lions plus nine, which God help you, it was a loser. DraftKings updated their win total, by the way, to three and a half. Just a rough start to the year for the Lions. I hope Derek Stevens isn't mad at me. I just, I really, really hope so. One guy who's usually pretty mad at me, but I love him. Michael Lombardi, former NFL executive, host of the Lombardi line here on Visa Joyce's this show. How's it going, Michael? I'm never mad at you. I'm just in all of you. I love how you have the entire, everybody at the network. It works. I mean, Des, you got everybody. I mean, it's unbelievable. All the high rollers come out when you come Stop. on. I mean, when you come on, do they play music when you arrive at the at the circuit as you come in? I mean, I just, you know, as you welcome in, it's amazing. I'm trying to learn from you, Michael. That's all it is. Just trying to. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't get that service. I really don't. Oh, stop. The sidelines. You know, I got to tell you, I was watching the Oregon-Stanford game. And, uh, you know, I had recommended earlier in the morning to take Stanford in the eight. And I got to be honest, I... When I'm watching that game, I'm thinking this they're not gonna cover. They're, Stanford's not gonna cover. And and not only did they cover, they won. That's how bizarre that game was and how it kind of the mismanagement of the game as we went through it. So and you were right there to watch it. It was incredible. That second half kind of blew my mind because Oregon started to do what you expected them to do from the beginning of the game, right? And Somehow, two minutes to go, Stanford turns it around and, and pulls an incredible upset. It was like, I've, I've never been a part of a field rush before, so that was pretty cool, Michael. Um, I got to admit. But hey, since we were just talking about the the Lions being kind of the, the bottom of the barrel here in the NFL, uh, losing to the Bears the way that they did, we see the, the Bears quarterback situation just continues to be weirder and weirder. So Justin Fields finally has a good day. And Matt Nagy is still like, no, if Dalton's healthy next week, it's him. You know, I think that probably, you know, you know, he had a good day. It was against the Lions. Look, the Lions are the trifecta of the NFL is defensively. They're slow. They can't cover and they can't rush. Other than that, they're a wonderful defense. And if you're going to play against them, you know, as a, as a young quarterback, you want to play against them, you know, because they, they hit the trifecta perfectly. Next week, if you've got to go into Minnesota against the Mike Zimmer team that played, you know, held Baker Mayfield to 14 points, really made him struggle all day long. You got to believe that, you know, you got a chance that it, it would be much harder for Justin Fields. And I think that that's what he's trying to do. I think he's trying to protect Justin Fields as much as he can. And, you know, he doesn't want him to go against some of these better coordinators that he's going to see all the time. It was, yeah, it was just an interesting, like, comparison from, I guess, his first start against the Browns to the second one where you could tell that the scheme was definitely more fit for what Justin Fields is good at, but they just still don't feel like he's necessarily ready. And Brent Musburger said that on the show last week, too, that the people that are closest to Justin Fields just don't think he's ready yet. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, look, I think when we watch the Patriots, we, we have this tendency to think that Mac Jones is not a rookie quarterback. And we saw Trey Lance come in. He looked like a rookie quarterback. We've seen Trevor Lawrence get better in week four against the Bengals, but for the most part. And then Zach Wilson played really well yesterday for the first time. I mean, rookie quarterbacks are going to have peaks and valleys. And I think that Mac Jones has been the exception. Mm-hmm. Even though he didn't play well against the Saints, he hasn't really looked like a rookie quarterback. He's looked like someone of, a, of an experienced player. But he still makes mistakes. I mean, the other night, last night, he's got Hunter Henry wide open in the back of the end zone, didn't throw it, tried to throw the shorter pass. He's got an opportunity to to make a play, gets the ball tipped on that third and two. If he completes that pass to Jacoby Myers, you know, he's going to run it down there, and the Patriots are going to win that game. Yeah, rookie, rookie mistakes, though. That's why we call him that for a reason. One of the guys, though, that you mentioned that had a little bit of a tough outing was Trey Lance and – a tough situation when you're coming in for the starter being injured. You don't prepare necessarily the same way. You don't get the same reps. Um, but what was your what was your feel for him? And then having to face a tough Arizona team this coming week if Garoppolo ultimately can't go, which it's what it looks like at this point. Well, I think it's going to be hard because Vance Joseph's defense played really well against the, the Rams. I mean, they were coming off from all different angles. The speed of their front was really good. You know, they didn't play the Rams run very well. They didn't have to. 
but they were able to attack Matthew Stafford in the pocket. Look, Lance had one completion, you know, for what, 76 yards and a touchdown when they dropped the coverage. You know, on the other 17 attempts, he threw for 81 yards. Yeah. I mean, he's not ready to play. And Kyle Shanahan's in his office right now trying to figure out how to run the single wing and try to beat the Cardinals. It's going to be a real problem. He's going to have to go back to his tape when he was at the Washington football team when when uh, RG3 was there and put a lot of those things into play because I think it's going to be a real challenge for him to to do that. I don't think it's going to be something that he can handle. You know, he can't give them too much because Lance is, uh, you know, he didn't play last year in college. He's played at a very small level of play. I think it's going to be really hard for him to just come in and, and, and make plays and be able to run a, a professional offense against a really good coordinator. He's another one of those guys that, as you mentioned, just as a rookie, you see the flashes, but you see the mistakes as well because that flash, that long play to Debo Samuel that you mentioned, it was an exciting one. It gets 49ers fans like myself jacked up about what the future could be, but the future is not here Stormy, yet. You could have completed that. Stormy, you would have completed that pass. The guy was wide open. They dropped the coverage. Like, that was like... You would have completed that pass. I mean, let's not, let's calm down here. You know, the, 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 I know you, everybody wants Trey Lance to be the greatest of all time, but it was hard. It was. I mean, on you watch the game. You're a 49er fan. On third and five, Kyle called a jet sweep. He didn't. He he knew he didn't have any rough passes that could really help. So it's going to be hard for Trey Lance. I mean, it's going to be a challenge, and I find it almost comical that people thought that Trey Lance was actually in competition for the starting job. That was never going to happen yeah and you look at the way that the line has changed from two and a half on the look ahead to cardinals now favored by five and a half total on that 151 and i will tell you michael i did have a pretty nice spiral back in the day back in my middle school all-time qb role on the playground Never doubt it. Never doubt it. <laughs> uh hey one more with the quarterback situation though teddy bridgewater down with the concussion he's going to be in the protocol throughout this week and you know the foreseeable future at least for now drew Locke is not the answer there no, I think that's pretty clear, you know, and, and, and look, let's face it. The Broncos have really suffered some injuries. They lost their two starting guards. You know, they, they lost two receivers. They've lost two players on defense and, you know, they're in that game with the Ravens. They're right there and they just couldn't make any plays in the passing game. And I think that's really going to be the down, down spiral for this team. They're good. Injuries have taken a toll. Injuries on them have really affected their team. Just like, as we see in throughout the league, Injuries on the Bucks are going to affect their team because the Bucks don't have anybody in their secondary right now that they can rely on. Yeah, that was brutal. You see Richard Sherman out there. He's been with the team for all of a day. Do you have a play here for the Monday night football game today? Big one in the AFC West? I like the over tonight. I think both offenses will get it going. I think that, you know, when you got Justin Herbert throwing the ball to Keenan Allen, throwing the ball to Mike Williams against a secondary that I don't think's really been challenged all year. I mean, let's see. Let's see. The, the Raiders have they've beaten uh the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar's not exactly a drop-back thrower like Herbert. They've beaten Big Ben, not a very good passer. And then they beat Jacoby Brissett, who hasn't really played. I mean, it's a, it, we're going to learn about the Raider defense tonight, and I have, a ten, I have a belief that they'll go over. All right, that's where, I'm, that's where I'm leaning to, Michael. Appreciate the time today, and hey, I'll just continue every day to strive to be more and more like Michael Lombardi here on Vincent. Keep, keep mounting, keep mounting the, you know, the, 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 the empire that you're building. There's no doubt. <laughs> Appreciate you, Michael. We'll see you back here next week. Have fun tonight right. watching the game. When we come back, who I think has the best chance to take home the natty in college football. Plus Adam Hill joins us for all things Monday night football. We'll get the latest. Stay right here on my guys in the desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Remember, everybody, download the free OddsTrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sportsbooks. You can access injury reports, in-game action, and much more when you go to OddsTrader.com. Stormy Bonantoni here at Circus Sportsbook, live from Las Vegas. This is my guys in the desert. And we're going to play a little game of like, love, hate, college football national championship odds edition. So who do I think has the best opportunity to legitimately get into and win the national championship? So... I'll start with my like category, and these are in no particular order. They're in order of, like, their odds standings, but I'm kind of, eh, whatever about it. Ohio State at 10 to 1, they're in my like category because I I don't know about you guys. I'm not really a believer. I could have put them in hate. Them, Michigan, and Michigan State, all really interesting schedules moving forward. They all have to play each other as well. So whoever kind of the winner is of that bunch, I think, could move. My little rankings here. Cincinnati 25 to 1. I want to love Cincy. I do. And I know they're, if they're undefeated, give it to them. But their big win is against Notre Dame, who I do not think is very good. I have them in my hate column because I think that they are absolute fakers. Um, but for Cincy, the rest of their schedule, just compared to these other teams, are not good. Temple, Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, East Carolina, the big power that they end the season with? I don't think so. Um, Iowa I threw in the light category as well. Love, no-brainer. Alabama and Georgia, top two teams in the country right now with the shortest odds to win the national championship for a reason. And I'm just going to shut my trap about Alabama being vulnerable after Florida from here on out because we already talked about that Florida upset with Kentucky. I now, looking at that game from like a higher vantage point, feel like it was just a fluky game that Alabama still ultimately won anyway. So like I said, I'm shutting the heck up about it, and Georgia just looks looks dominant to me. I like Penn State. I like Oklahoma. I think those are two teams that will continue to get better. Um, And in the hate category, I already told you guys about the Oregon Ducks be getting upset against Stanford this week, a game that I was at. And I've covered them two weeks in a row now, and I just I don't see personally them being able to make that move. If they were to go undefeated, Throughout the course of the season, I would have thought that, yes, they would be a playoff contender. But but that loss and the way that they played against Arizona, tough for me to put them in that category. All right. Time for us to bring in the man, the myth, the legend, Adam Hill, Las Vegas Review-Journal, Raiders reporter, coming to us live at SoFi for the Monday Night Football Report. How's it going, buddy? Uh, it's going pretty well. I, I actually want to tell you a quick story because I know you'll understand this as Love somebody it. who does live shots for a living. Uh, we're out here in the parking lot at SoFi, kind of scouting out. We have a live video shot at 345 today. So we're kind of looking around for a place. Uh, I couldn't find one. We haven't done it yet. We'll figure it out. But in the meantime, uh, I remembered I was coming on with you, so I was like, oh, i got to find some more quiet. It is loud. It is loud out here. Really? So we ran into some folks. Yeah, we ran into some folks from Vegas. They're like, hey, do you want some shots? Uh, no, we're, you know, we're working. Dang it. So I, I thought like, this was going to take a turn, Adam, where you were like, yes, no, no, this no. is how we're pre-gaming. <laughs> Yes. No, I said, uh, I said, no, but I do have to do a radio spot. So if I could sit in your car, 
I would really appreciate it. So I'm sitting in somebody's car in the parking lot at SoFi right now. This is awesome. I love wow, it. Wow. That's dedication to the craft, pal. I hope they've got the AC sure. pumping for you, too. That would have been nice. Uh, I should have asked for that. I didn't. It's hot, but it's, it's actually not that bad. But I will say, anybody that thinks this is a Charger home game, uh, I laugh. Uh, it is ridiculous. I haven't seen a Chargers fan yet. Okay. Well, so that's great to know. Give us the lowdown on just what you've seen so far since you've been there and your gauge on the Raiders team coming into this Monday night matchup. Yeah, so I'm here, sitting here in the middle of Las Vegas, apparently, or Oakland, or wherever. I don't know. It's 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 crazy. It's it's Raider Nation, I guess, is where it is. It's nuts. Uh, I know some of the ticket resale sites said it would be about 74% Raiders fans. I think it's going to be higher than that. Wow. It's crazy. So from a betting perspective, like I, I know it's it's the Chargers' home, but I I certainly wouldn't uh, play that into my handicapping. It's it's going to be a Raiders' home game. Okay, so the spread on this one is Raiders plus three. I know a lot of Vsin voices really like that play. Um, the Raiders, one of the only undefeated teams left in the NFL, along with the Arizona Cardinals right now. So are they are they a legit 3-0 in your opinion? And what are their chances tonight against the Chargers? I think we'll learn a lot tonight. I still look at the Ravens game to open the season as a bit of a fluke. It was the first game. Nobody really knew what to kind of expect out of the Raiders, especially their new defense. Uh, I think they caught... Um, the the Ravens a little bit off guard, and that was a fluke kind of result anyway. It was kind of crazy at the end of the game, and then they beat the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger, and then they and then they knocked off um, last week a team in Miami that we saw yesterday just isn't very good right now. They're not what we thought they'd be coming into the season. So how real are the Raiders? I don't think we know. I don't think anybody really knows. Uh, like their defense is a lot of what I thought it could be at its best. A lot of new players generating pressure up front, not having to blitz being able to cover with the back seven, Jonathan Abram being in a much better position in this defense than he was in the old defense. Like This defense seems like it's significantly upgraded, and that seems for real. But can they throw for 400 yards a game without being able to block anybody? I don't think so. I guess we'll continue to find out throughout the season. Yeah, so far, I mean, Derek Carr, like you said, 400 yards per game in the air, six touchdowns, just two interceptions, Raiders averaging 30 points per game. But then on the other side, you've got this Chargers team and Justin Herbert, that when they want to have offense, they can have it too, you know, barring penalties, taking away touchdowns from them. But they're a really strong offensive team. So how do you think that that Raiders defense can stack up against a Justin Herbert-led group on offense? Yeah, it's it's a really fascinating kind of study to try to figure that out um, because the Chargers have a, a weird thing. If you look at it, when Justin Herbert is pressured, he's actually better. Uh, he has not been elite from a clean pocket. He's been elite against the blitz and under pressure and on third downs and in categories that you don't really expect somebody to be elite in when they're not elite as a pocket passer. It's a very strange phenomenon. So I don't know how the Raiders are going to approach that. Do you blitz and try to put pressure on? I think you do. Ideally, you'll be able to get to him with just your front four. And I think that's what the Raiders plan has been. I think that's what they plan to do is generate pressure and not blitz. Uh, that's obviously whatever team wants to do. They've been able to do it. I don't know if you can against the Chargers. Their offensive line significantly improved. Rayshon Slater has been so phenomenal as a rookie. Such a great pick by them. Uh, so I, I am interested to find out how they approach it, how they try to slow down the Chargers offense. Can they slow down the Chargers offense? And here's another thing to look for. The Chargers have not tried to run the ball at all. And now they're going against a Raiders team that's so effective getting to the quarterback right now. Uh, I expect the Chargers to try to kind of go against the trend and run the ball. I think the Raiders front four, one of the things that's made them so effective is they just put their head down and go. And I think you can run off them. I think you can run draws. I think you can run screens. I think you can kind of counter uh, a little bit of what they've been doing. So I'll, I'll be looking for that if the Chargers try to do what they don't do well and run the ball and see if the Raiders can stop that. Yeah, it'll be an interesting chess match for sure. Talking to Adam Hill of Las Vegas Review-Journal covering the Raiders. Uh, Monday night football tonight, Raiders and Chargers. And we had up on the screen a little bit ago the AFC West standings and odds to win the West because I just found this extremely interesting. They're still the, the only undefeated team in the division, yet somehow they still have the longest odds to win the division. The bookmakers do not believe in the Raiders. So how much do you think if there was a win tonight, those odds will, will shift? Like if you believe in Vegas, is this the time that you try to jump in? Well, if you're a gambler, I think you're cheering for the Raiders tonight, and then maybe the number moves and you can bet the Chiefs. I mean, I think that's what you want. Uh, the Chiefs were barely a favorite. I think I saw 105-110 to win the division. Um, I think yesterday kind of got them right a little bit. Uh, we'll see what happens here. I will say the Chiefs have a tough matchup going against Buffalo next week. And Buffalo, 
you know, they're a slight underdog against the Chiefs, but I don't know if they should be right now. That team is playing out of their minds. And think about the fact the Bills have a quarterback who has been awful in three or four games, and they're still killing teams by 40 points. Imagine if he actually plays okay at some point. Like, that team's going to be dangerous. So maybe you let the Chiefs lose to the Bills next week. Then you get a plus price on the Chiefs. I think that's what you're looking for. I still think the Chiefs win the division. I think they're the best team. So that's how I'd be trying to shop the market and find out when the Chiefs are at the best price you can possibly get them at and then pounce. It's like you just knew that Josh Allen was my fantasy quarterback or something because <laughs> that was just – that really hit deep for me, pal. Oh, one more thing just about Sorry. this Monday Night Football matchup I was curious your thoughts on. Um, Josh Jacobs missed the last two games with an ankle injury. He was considered a game time decision today. Is that still the latest that you've heard on his situation? Yeah, I think Jacobs plays. They didn't activate anybody from the practice squad. So um, I think Jacobs goes in this game. I, I, here's the thing. It's funny that you know you waited a while to ask that question. Every other spot I've done is the first question. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters if Josh Jacobs plays or not. They need to block. They don't need Josh Jacobs back to fix the running game. They need their offensive line to block somebody. And that just hasn't happened. It's been atrocious this year. So uh, amazing the Raiders have been able to do what they've done on offense without being able to block anybody. Uh, but that's what they needed to fix. If they can get that going, if they can block somebody, it doesn't matter if it's Jacobs, Peyton Barber, Kenyon Drake, whoever it is back there, uh, they'll be fine. But I do think Jacobs at least tries to go. Uh, manage your fantasy expectations. If you have Barber or Drake or Jacobs, I think it's going to be all three of them tonight. And nobody's going to really get the, the lion's share of the carries. Running back by committee. Hey, I asked it last because I just try to be unique. Try to be interesting. You know, there you go. I appreciate me. it. <laughs> Thanks for the time, Adam. Appreciate you. Have fun tonight. Anytime. Enjoy the game. That's Adam Hill, Las Vegas Review Journal. Before we go, my final pick, taken by storm. I'm not pulling aside on this one. I'm just going with the total. And like I said earlier with Michael Lombardi, I like the over 51 and a half. So see if you're riding with me or riding with the books. That's a wrap for today. Big shout out to Stephanie and our whole crew here. Stick with us because Danny Burke is on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote we are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.